Mind Fog, a Fallout 4 diary. October 23rd, 2287, entry number three. The things I have seen today. When I left the Red Rocket, it was late morning. My new pal and I walked down the hill into Concord. It seemed most of the buildings had fared a little better than those in Sanctuary Hills. They don't make them like they used to, apparently. It was eerie walking through an old outer space-themed playground in the back of a group of 400-year-old houses. Metal's spaceship clubhouse that was pretty brightly colored, teeter-totters, one of those little bouncy spaceships on a big spring, just about toddler-sized. I'm going to find Sean, and I'm going to take him back here someday. As I got closer to the center of town, I heard the snapping of gunfire, light stuff at first, then a laser. I approached cautiously, wondering if my new companion was going to give me away by barking. He stayed quiet. Good training? Rounding the last corner towards the Museum of Freedom, I could see a handful of people dressed in animal skins were attacking the museum. A guy with a laser was up top on the museum roof, shooting down at them. I quickly decided defenders outweighed attackers on the morality scale, and the folks holed up in the museum were the ones most likely to be able to help me. The laser guy was picking the raiders off pretty cleanly, and the ones left were hiding behind these big bags of sand, barrels, and old cars right in my line of sight, so I started attacking from the back. Took one of them out immediately with a shot to the head from my 10mm and started firing on another one. As soon as the first bullet left my pistol, the German Shepherd made a mad dash for a raider in the middle of the street. He jumped on the guy's back, knocking him down, and before I knew it, he was tearing the guy's throat out. No fear in this one. By this point, the only raider left was hiding out in a store on the left side of the museum. The dog rushed in, and when the guy stood up to shoot, I took him out with a headshot. Now I had to figure out whether or not the guy on the roof was going to group me in with the attackers, or if he had seen me helping them clear them out. A voice yelled down for me to grab the laser weapon someone had dropped at the entrance to the museum, and to get in quick. Soon as I was in, I was under fire again, more skins. I made my way to the roof using the new weapon, which, unfortunately, I had to crank up every time I wanted to use it. But it packed a wallop, frying anything in its path with red dust, so I figured it was my best shot at pushing through. The place was just a dust cloud of chaos, with old recordings blaring, gunshots everywhere, and pieces of the museum getting shot to hell. Up some more stairs, I entered a balcony. There were two guys trying to open a door at one end. I fried the first one, but then I had to watch helpless as the second one charged me while I cranked the gun up again. He swung a machete at me just as I pulled the trigger. The foul stench of his breath was replaced by burning flesh, and then it was quiet. The door opened, and behind it was a sorry-looking group, five of them in all. Their leader, Preston Garvey, said he was the last of the Minutemen. How original. Garvey said the last group of the Minutemen were killed defending Quincy in the Quincy Massacre. I'll have to find out more about that. There's so much I need to catch up on. After the Quincy Massacre, they made it to Lexington, where Garvey said they were attacked by ghouls, irradiated humans whose brain had become rotten by radiation. I wasn't sure I got that right. I don't know, because there wasn't much time to talk. All I knew was that their numbers were dwindling fast. Nineteen supposedly left Quincy to Lexington, eight made it here to Concord, and now there were five. 
and now raiders were threatening what was left of them. An electronics engineer named Sturgis said there was some old T-45 power armor up on the roof in a crash vertebrate, but the only power source was locked up in the basement of the museum behind a terminal. He said if I could get the fusion core from the basement and power up the armor, I could probably also grab the minigun from the vertebrate. Thanks to my Pip-Boy, I didn't think that was going to be a problem. Sure enough, five minutes later, I was up on the roof stepping into the now-powered power armor, helping the group fight off the next wave of raiders that had arrived in town. I'm only skimming past what seems like it should be a major event, finding working power armor, and actually friggin' using said armor, and grabbing the minigun like a brotherhood of steel, because what happened next is something that will haunt me to my grave. After jumping down off the museum roof and mowing down raiders all the way down the street, I thought the battle was over, but crawling up out of the pits of hell in the fading light was the most terrible creature I could ever have imagined. It burst out of the pavement almost two stories tall, a powerhouse of claws and teeth. I was glad I had been careful with my ammo because the full force of that minigun didn't seem to be stopping this thing much. I downed some Psycho and stood right in front of it, hitting it with everything left in the chain. It hit the armor hard twice, knocking me off my feet each time. I started injecting stim packs as if I had a million of them. I didn't. I had eight. Finally, the damn thing was dead. I took one of its claws as a souvenir, and I headed back to the museum, where I was informed I had just killed a death claw fitting name if I ever heard one. But apparently that wasn't enough shock and awe for one day. One of the Minutemen group was an old woman, kind of batty and an obvious chem user named Mama Murphy. She pulled me aside and said that she could quote, see my pain. When I asked what the hell she was talking about, she said I was a man out of time and out of hope. I started to lose my patience with her when she dropped the line, your son is alive. My whole world stopped. She said she was tired, but that she would tell me more later when she could get some chems for the site. Preston came over and admonished her, saying the chems would kill her in the end. I got the distinct impression his words were for my benefit. He turned to me, noted they were going on to sanctuary, and that I was welcome to follow them. Mama was the only lead I had. Looks like I was going back home. At least, that's where I figured this sanctuary was. It had to be Sanctuary Hills. We started out under the cover of darkness. Who knew if there would be more raiders around? I needed this trip to go as quickly and as quietly as possible. The day had been too long already. I just wanted some sleep and to find out anything else Mama Murphy had to say. Oh, and this German Shepherd that's been following me and helping me all afternoon? His name is Dogmeat, and he belongs to the Minutemen. <laughs>